0: Well, you're listening to Brad Dot Rock's God of the World and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, You Got It, Advancing Equilibrium in the Midst of an Agitated World. Hey, this is season 18, episode 390. Title Dwell on Lovely Things. Subtitle Lovely Things in Christian Fellowship: Two Peas in a Pod. Philippians 4:8 is our key verse for our miniseries on the six Christian ideals. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honorable. Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think about these things. We are commanded to think on these things, the specific preceding list of qualities, those Christian ideals, true things, honorable things, just things, pure things, lovely things, and things of good report. We are to dwell on lovely things, something that is loved or cherished in a personal or intimate way. This word is only found here in the New Testament, but this term appears extensively in ancient Greek literature, including works by philosophers, poets, and historians. The cool thing is this word leaves the door open to the employment of the word and to what fits into your personality, the way God made you. It implies a strong affection or attachment. The only filter on the ideal is that it must line up with the Bible. The lovely thing can't be in opposition to the teachings of the Bible. The love, affection, attachment is in the context of the proper biblical way of viewing this word. In ancient Greek society, the concept of love and friendship held significant cultural and philosophical importance. This word was used to express affection within familial, friendly, or romantic contexts. In Philippians 4.1, the Apostle Paul models his own admonition when he refers to the Philippian believers as my joy and crown expressing his deep affection and bond with them. As we think of lovely things, we're shining the spotlight on the importance of virtuous relationships and things where we seek unity and fulfillment through love. We're heading in the direction of making whole again that which the curse of the fall imposed on all of us, the proclivity to isolate and selfishly to fulfill our own desires and needs instead of guiding another towards wisdom, virtue, friendship, and moral excellence. Genuine friendship is a deep connection rooted in virtue. If you find someone who is not virtuous in living, you'll usually see that they are introspective, bitter, and self-absorbed. The opposite of lovely things would be a term indicating a lack of affection or dislike, a sense of aversion or hostility towards someone or something, contrasting with the warmth and affection implied here. Here are some general ideas and concepts of lovely things. If you're a Christian, the day Jesus saved your soul is a lovely thing. It's wonderful to reflect on that. And also the key people and friendships God has used throughout your life to make you the person that you are. Happy memories with loved ones. Moments of kindness or generosity shown by others. Supportive friends or meaningful experiences. Avenues of connection and camaraderie you've found to encounter and engage others in mutually personal edification, and expansion. So I ask you, sit back and reflect on the things in your life, the relationships, and the things in your life that are admirable, that are lovely, that are building, that build you up, that propel you towards the love, joy, and peace of God. While lovely things in Christian fellowship are two distinct concepts, they are closely related in the context of interpersonal relationships within a community, particularly within the Christian community. Both terms highlight the importance of genuine affection, mutual support, and shared fellowship among believers as they strive to live out their faith together. In this sense, focusing our mind on lovely things can contribute to the sense of koinonia, that fellowship, by fostering close, loving relationships within the community of believers. The word koinonia in the Greek New Testament, often translated as fellowship or community, refers to a shared participation or communion among individuals who are united by common beliefs, values, and goals. In the Christian context, it emphasizes the idea of believers sharing in a spiritual communion with one another and with God. It involves not only social interaction, but also mutual support, encouragement, and accountability within the faith community. Lovely Things emphasizes a deep personal attachment or fondness a sense of cherished closeness or affection between individuals. The expansion of this idea is seen in camaraderie, which highlights the spirit of companionship, the social and collaborative aspect of relationships, mutual trust, and shared experiences within a community, a team, or group. Both terms evoke a positive and warm sentiment, reflecting the bonds of friendship and solidarity among people who share common interests, goals, or experiences. To enjoy the peace, love, and joy God desires for each of us, we must experience the divine ideal both in the individual moments as well as in those moments of fellowship and camaraderie that work toward making us whole again. Knowing Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord is the loveliest thing you can enjoy. Remember, my friend, the sun is always shining somewhere. So may you go now in peace to love and serve the Lord.